Hey, this is Richard of Richard and Steve. Before this episode, I wanted to take a quick second and thank you so much for listening. And I do have a quick favor to ask. While you listen to this episode, pop over to the show page, wherever you're listening, Apple, Google, Spotify, Anchor, and give us a rating. It would mean the world to us, and it will help others find this show. Thanks so much. And now, back to Fuck is Our Mantra. Hey, this is Richard of Richard and Steve. Before this episode, I wanted to take a quick second and thank you so much for listening. And I do have a quick favor to ask. While you listen to this episode, pop over to the show page, wherever you're listening, Apple, Google, Spotify, Anchor, and give us a rating. It would mean the world to us, and it will help others find this show. Thanks so much. And now, back to Fuck is Our Mantra. Hey guys, it's Richard. Hey guys, and Steve is here. And this is our latest episode of Fuck is Our Mantra. Yes, it is very much a mantra lately. It's been a week, but um, why don't you start with your... Fuck of the week? Yeah. Probably because mine is more... Yours going to be negative, I know, and, I know my, and I know mine's going to be positive. Negative and probably relatable. Um, I'm sure many of you out there are familiar with... Um, headaches and extreme headaches and or migraines. Um, the past few days I have had, um, so I actually sit, I was sitting at my desk today and I just kind of felt like this pain early on coming on and um, I had actually had TMJ, um, which is... It's a, it's a condition. Uh, yes, I cannot think of that term, but it's... Oh. Something mandibular. It's like lockjaw, basically. <laughs> Whatever. Um, and it, it's um, for me. It was caused. It's caused by stress, and I clench my teeth at night uh, when I'm super stressed and dur- while I sleep. And uh, it usually leads to severe headaches and whatnot. So I don't know if I've just been more stressed and uh, with just life in general or what. But today was just the headache was unreal. I was actually like crying in in one of my uh in one of my meetings today just not because I was necessarily upset it was just there was so much pain so I luckily that but that by that point I was at the end of the day and I went home and but I just laid down and I was like oh fuck <laughs> I just need to close my eyes for a while um so shout out to those who have to struggle through those migrainey horrible headaches because they are just terrible what yeah. about yours well you texted me at like, I don't know, two or three, and was like, I have a migraine. I was like, well, then just go home. I'll, I'll pick up the kid. And you're like, no, 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 I'm going to work through it. And I was like, no, he's not going to work through it. But Well, you- it was the kind of, it was like it, it sits behind your eyes and light hurts. Like you're looking at any sort of computer screen or loud noises. You can't have earbuds in in your ears to no, like drown out any noise because that's just going to make that it hurts. louder yeah um and so it's like you just want to go into a dark room and sit for a while yeah so i came home and laid well, i don't know why you didn't go downstairs i just didn't <laughs> and honestly it was too much work <laughs> uh so my fuck of the week we hosted a barbecue a week ago um invited a bunch of friends over um kind of a summertime deal and and i smoked some meat got up at three in the morning 
to get the smoker going and get the meat seasoned up and ready to go because it had to be in by four because um, we had we had chicken we had uh, pork butt and we had uh, beef brisket well the brisket takes the longest and uh, it usually averages two hours two hours a pound and it was six pounds that's 12 hours so I needed to get in by 4 4 a.m uh, so why is this a positive? Uh, fuck of the week because that shit was amazing. That's so I, true. You, you pull it, it out. When, you pull it out when it reaches a certain temperature. Then you sit it uh, inside um, for an hour, and then you can cut into it. And as I'm cutting into it, I'm like, oh yeah, if the flavor's right, this meat's gonna be amazing. Yep. Uh, and I don't like to toot my own horn very much, but that's pretty good. To your credit, everyone at the barbecue was like, they were, "Holy shit!" Yeah. And to those of you who didn't come to the barbecue, you, you missed, missed out. <laughs> like. <laughs> I don't feel sorry for you. Um, we actually have a, a friend came that um, he's actually a pretty good cook, and we, we've had a lot of dinners with him. And he knows really good food. Yeah, he does. Um, and he he had some he had some brisket brisket, and he put some barbecue sauce on it. And he sat down and he I said, "So, what did you think?" And he was like, "I got to tell you, I made a big mistake." And when, that's when I heard that, my head processes he shouldn't. I shouldn't have picked up the brisket because it's terrible. Like that's yeah. what I heard. He said, "When the brisket <laughs> is this good, you shouldn't ruin it with barbecue yep. sauce." And I immediately went to Richard, nice. and I was like, "Yeah, that's a fucking win." Yeah, it was a good win. So good work on brisket. <laughs> I mean, we had it for leftover dinner tonight, and, and it was. And then I passed good. out at like eight, eight or nine p.m. that night because I was so tired. <laughs> But so, it was worth it. So it was good. We had good food that day. Uh, all right. So we're going to going to take a quick break um, because we have some really exciting news to share with you, and then we'll get into the episode content, which is lessons uh, from a five five month old. So stick around for that. Did you know that the sixth leading cause of death in the United States is Alzheimer's disease? and that one in three seniors dies with Alzheimer's or other dementia, and it kills more than breast cancer and prostate cancer combined. I know times are tough, but I'm asking for your help. As the chair of the Iowa Board of Directors of the Alzheimer's Association for the next two years, I am working harder than ever to raise awareness and to raise funds to rid the world of Alzheimer's and all other dementias. And your money doesn't just go to research. It goes to care and support groups, which are free by the way, the 24-hour hotline, which is free by the way, to education and awareness programs in every community across the country. And it does go to research. The Alzheimer's Association is the third leading funder of research and the highest funder of research that is a non-governmental entity in the world. And they're making strides each and every day. So please give it some thought If you're interested, please click the link in the show notes to donate to our Alzheimer's walk team today. Your money stays in the local communities to impact, to support, and to educate people all across the country about Alzheimer's, the warning signs, and how to get care and support. This is a disease that is quiet, but it's continually taking away lives of people all around us, including my great aunt, my neighbor, and a dear family friend. Again, the link is in the show notes to go and support our walk to end Alzheimer's. And if you just want more information, you can go to alz.org.
Hey guys, welcome back. Um, so Richard, uh, I'll let you give away the good news, but I feel like I'm always the one that gives away the good news. So I thought maybe you would want to do that this time. So we, we did hear some good news this week. And, um, I think those of us who are close to us here in Iowa probably already know, uh, but we wanted to share it with everyone listening. So, uh, in our adoption 101 episode, we talked about kind of what the process of adoption looks like. And each state is different in terms of their timing and what they require for paperwork at the end and home visits at the end and that kind of thing. Well, two weeks ago, we did our third and final post-placement visit with our caseworker. She submitted it to our lawyer, who then processed it, had us uh, sign the, the, the petition to the court. She got it sent to the court. Um, and then she asked us, well, what, what days are you, are you available at 830 in the morning? We responded. Um, and she wrote me back the very next day saying uh, August 28th. And I wrote back and I was like, is this what you're going to be asking for? Or is this on the books? And she was like, nope, on the books. I had a hearing with the judge that, that, that morning and got the date scheduled. So August 28th, we will be barring any scheduling changes uh that'll be the date we head to court and uh the judge will hear our case and uh we should walk out of the polk county courthouse with with an official daughter yes like for real for for real real. yeah like no longer the award of the state (laughs) so that's it's kind of cool i was was telling people at at, uh, at the office that it's strange to I mean, I feel like she's my daughter now. For I mean, sure. We take care of her every day and all yeah. of that. But at the same time, there's like this, um, uh, finalization feeling mm-hmm. that's, that's like, she, I mean, my name's going to be on her birth certificate. Yeah. Um, she's going to have a social security card and, you know, we have that, we can get a bank account, a bank account set up for her. Just these things that kind of make everything that we want to do for her concrete and yeah, real, real and, possible. Yeah. And so, um, in terms of like what we all, what the, do- the life we want our daughter to have and all that sort of thing, it's actually starting to feel like it's going for to sure. be a little more established. Yeah. So, so, so cool. So yeah, that, that was a big, um, big, f- almost final step. So, in a future episode, four or five weeks from now, we will obviously talk about that. Um, and maybe someone will make a special appearance. We'll see. <laughs> well, and I, I don't know. I think for people who may not have adopted, this is a huge day. For sure. For, so they for, call, for what do they call it? They don't call it finalization day. It's like, like, it's like family day. It's like the it? day you become a family. Yeah. Um, officially, not that, again. Not that yeah. you're not a family already, but but it's the, the, the court is saying this is the right place for this child. Yeah, and that there's there's that's a big deal. So yeah, so for us, like, and I know a lot of families out there, they invite everybody they know. Like everyone goes to the courthouse, and it's it's a it's a big fucking deal. Yeah. So so we're excited. Um, I mean, we didn't necessarily think we we're gonna have any problems or anything like that. I mean, we yeah. knew we thought this was gonna happen, but it's also kind of cool to see it be for approaching. Sure. Yep. So. So our episode is all about the lessons that a five-month-old uh, can teach you or the things that we've learned um, and how it relates to us as adult men and women. Um, so I'm going to let Steve start because he has a, a long list of things, and I don't know what's on this list. I have a, a couple of things that uh, I've definitely learned, so I'm going to let you start. I mean, we can start on the light, lighter-hearted. I have some silly ones, and I have some not-so-silly ones, but... <laughs> Uh, I would say the first one would be like, uh, how grateful I am for my food. <laughs> I mean, that sounds really silly, but first of all, when, when she's hungry, she fucking she screams is, her brains off. She's hangry to like level nine. Yeah. Like. But then I think to myself, 
God, she drinks the same shit every, every day. day, every meal. And granted, I know she's coming into more people food here soon, but it's like, I am so thankful that I can come home and have strawberries, or I can then come home the next day and I can have brisket, and then I come home the next day and I can have Doritos, and then, I mean... She doesn't know any different. I know, She thinks this world revolves around powdered milk. I'm just saying, she makes me thankful for my food. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And even more thankful that if I think you're eating too much, I don't reach across the table and grab the spoon out of your mouth or something. Because <laughs> that's what we have to do with her. We have to take the bottle out of her mouth, burp her, yeah. or get her just to slow down because some days she's... Or breathe. She, yeah. She's just inhaling her food I mean, sometimes. I get hungry you enough sometimes yeah. that I don't breathe. So I get it. And I you always I... make a comment to me like when we go out for a fast food burger how quickly I eat it. You're always like, you didn't even put that down. I'm like, yeah, but if you put it down, it falls apart and it gets all messy. <laughs> just, just shove it in. Just get after it. So, <laughs> I mean, you might as well just put it in a blender at that point and put it in a bottle for you. Now there's an idea. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, when people, when I, when she, when he says hangry, he, this is not an understatement. Like this is legitimate, Screaming, crying! I am going to be a complete terror. Well, now until you feed me. she she's she can hold herself up when when you're feeding her and burping her, and and she likes to swing her arms or use her arms to grab your neck. Like she, <laughs> <laughs> when she gets a hold of that neck, it's like she means business. So I think wonder if we should, as adults, start adapting some baby behavior and just start swinging our arms and grabbing people's necks when we're hungry. I mean, I'm going to do that the next time we go to the hall and they're late <laughs> with my drink. I'm just going to start swinging away at people because they've got a drink and I don't. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, babies are really real. So why not? Why not keep it that way? I mean, I mean whatever. What yeah. is your, what's on so, your list? Uh, the first one on my list is uh, I can be a very, very touchy-feely person. Um, I'm a hugger. Um, and if we're not huggers, then I'm definitely going to shake your hand. Um, she is to, to a stage now where there are times where she does not want to be touched. And it's happened to me the last two nights I've had to go into a room when she's, she's woken up and been too fussy to put herself back to sleep. Um, like the, 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 I think it was two nights ago I picked her up and I'm got her almost calmed down. And then she just, she starts flailing. Um, so I'm like, okay, fine. I'm, I, you get to a point where you know you can't even control her and just making it worse. And that particular night, I just I, I got up out of the chair. I laid her back in bed. Not 30 seconds later, she was asleep. She did not want to be held to go to sleep. Um, and I think adults are that way, too. Sometimes we just we do not want to be touched. I've got a, a co-worker who is not a hugger. She backs away when you walk towards her with, with your arms outstretched, ready to go. So some people... <laughs> Claire... <laughs> Uh, yes. So yeah, that's a. Sometimes. On the flip side, though, it's funny. I have one also related to that. Is like, I want someone to rock me to sleep every night. Not doing it. Not doing it. I really do. No. Nope. I I put her to bed tonight, and um, so for those of you who are unaware, Richard and I kind of trade off nights on on putting her to bed, just because it is kind of a chore sometimes, um, and doing it every night, one person would just be insane, but. Um, like tonight she ate and she just lay there and we rocked and I held her like you hold her pretty, at least I do. I hold her pretty close at first and rock for five minutes. And then she starts, you can feel her body relax. And I don't know. It just seems so cozy. And like you've, I would feel so safe. And 
I'm going to have to hire someone to cuddle and you rock can, me to okay. sleep. Okay. If you won't do it. I'm not doing it. Well, screw you. You don't weigh 12 pounds. Uh <laughs> 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 Another one that's really started recently. Here's here's how I here's how I wrote it down. If it exists, it's going in my mouth. If she can get it in her hand, it is going in her mouth. I hear a lot of puns that can come from that statement. So that's I'm, what she I, said. I want people who are listening to this to send us a text or an instant message or <laughs> an instant message that says hashtag that's what she said hashtag if it exists it's going in my mouth and tell me what you thought of yeah uh, but it's true it, it's her hands it's every toy today I was I was feeding her some some oatmeal cereal and. Um, she started to reach for the spoon. So I was like, oh, this is awesome. You, you realize that the spoon is bringing you food. So she didn't grab the handle of the spoon. She grabbed the spoon of the spoon and just shoved the whole damn thing in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> At least she's interested in the food. No, it's, it was fun. It was fun to watch. Crazy. Yeah. Um, also on the silly side, uh, how grateful I am for poopy diapers. Yeah, you're weird about that. Uh, <laughs> okay. You are. I mean, I know a lot of people don't like them, but um, the, I, th- I feel like, well, especially with all the trouble we had with her yeah. uh, at such a, such a young age and all of the like the digestive issues, um, I re- have really grown to have an appreciation for a poopy diaper because that usually is an indication that everything is normal. Um, at least for young babies, and I'm, I apologize for all you single people out there having to listen to this conversation right now, but all the parents will understand out there that you, baby's poop color is going to change, and typically when it changes, it's a sign that something's up or you're going back to normal or, or whatever. So I, I look forward to the poopy divers as much as they are stinky and a pain to clean and really just kind of nasty. They are a really good sign of health and yeah. everything being on track. I don't disagree, but you get extra excited. I do. I'm like, yes, a booby diaper. I know I'm a little weird about it. A little bit. But, you know, whatever. I, I'm going to own it. <laughs> Speaking of booby diapers, you can't always do the sniff test or my, no. or my schnoz is broken because no. the other, the other morning when I was getting her up, um, I checked because I don't, I don't want to feed her if there's if she got a dirty diaper. I'll change her diaper before I feed her. Uh, and I did the sniff test and I got nothing. So I'm like, fine, we'll eat breakfast. And then we'll, the minute I opened her diaper, it was like something died there. Loaded. It was terrible. Uh, I mean, maybe we should have like poop tests for us, like for adults, and be like, hey, can you smell? This? <laughs> I mean, not necessarily that. Yeah, but like, no, are we it. checking that we're we're healthy? And yeah, no. I don't know if we do that as adults enough. Because we don't eat enough greens. Eat your damn greens, people. He Don't listen to him. He's like a rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I would say the, the next one, that this is probably a little bit more serious, is like, and this is not <clears throat> necessarily uh, related to a five-month-old or even necessarily our baby, but um, babies usually cry. When, when they're not happy about something. So they're hungry or they, they um, you know, they have to go to the bathroom or they're tired. And at some point when we grow up, as we grow up, it's like we 
not that I think we should be crying because we're hungry or because we have, we're so tired, although sometimes I do want to cry because I'm so tired. Uh, I feel like babies cry when, when they know that they, that they need something. And for us as adults, we don't necessarily... I don't know if we always allow ourselves to cry, especially if we know we need something in our life. Um, and that doesn't necessarily mean food or sleep, but maybe it, need, maybe it means you know reassurance or... Maybe that means we need just some quality time for yourself. And like I, I would, like I said, I was sitting there in a the meeting and I just started crying because I was in pain in my head. And it's just like, you know what? I'm going to cry because it, it fucking hurts, but it's okay because Kennedy has shown me that it's okay to cry. It is okay to cry. Even though she doesn't always need something. <laughs> that's a just, different... Just saying. That's, a, that's the flip side of the coin. <laughs> um... God, I just had another one. What was it? Oh, um, I'll never forget when she giggled, giggled for the first time. And now she's, she's a pretty consistent smiler and laugher and giggler. And um, I think that has, has seen her smile just in general is so powerful. And I'm sure every parent feels the same way when their kid smiles a for the first time b when they they light up when you walk into the room um there's something very very magical and because what's happening for them is is they see you and they know their 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 person is there like everything's mm-hmm. good um and then obviously we we tickle her and stuff like that so she she laughs and and that there's just so it's innocent in a way so uh, richard richard had uh uh probably about a week or so Maybe a week was, and a half yeah. ago or so, yeah. where Kennedy just just was she was in a phase and she didn't want to smile at him at all. Nope, and uh, I am one. I had been in that phase before, and it it is like it hurts. It does. Like, and you know, obviously she's four months old, almost five months old. She's not doing something that is intentional by any means. She's just in a weird funk, and she wasn't smiling at you. Nope. And how did that make you feel? Sucked. It's like, <laughs> fine, I'm, I, I'm not going to be sweet to you. I'm not going to worry if you're crying. <laughs> and then the funny thing was, I would pick her up and then she'd be all smiling. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And That's a slap in the face. <laughs> uh, you can tell Richard's usually the favorite, can't you? That's usually I'm the case. I'm not the favorite. You are. If everyone we know, I'm the bitch of the family and you're this beautiful, kind, sweet man that everyone just loves. And I'm like, they're like, oh, God, he married Steve. So, Kennedy just had the opposite moment for a minute, but yeah. it's very true. Like it, 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 it's it rubs salt salt in the wound, and uh, it does hurt. Yeah, but it does. And it's it's funny because it's just a smile, but it's so constant with her mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah, and she does it with both of us. That when it doesn't happen, it's like, okay, I'm a bad parent. Yeah, what I do wrong? How I piss you off? Yeah, and it, it's nothing like that, obviously, um, but. I also think a lot of that has to play in like how much sleep has she gotten, which is my next one. Like sleep matters. Um, sleep matters to her. Obviously she, when she has her proper naps and when she has um, a good night's sleep, she, she does really well. I would say that that is a very true lesson for adults as well. Richard, maybe not so much because he will work into the wee hours of the morning. It's not wee hours. I do not work until the wee hours <laughs> of the morning. I'm in bed usually at the latest 11. It's true, but you you also get up at like four fucking thirty in the morning if I'm lucky. <laughs> I 
And it's like, that's just not... Normal people don't do that. And I don't know. She needs. She operates best when she has the proper amount of sleep. Mm-hmm. And my proper amount of sleep is different than your proper amount of sleep. Yep. But I, I am definitely. You, you can tell the world. I am. I need a lot more sleep than yep. you do. Yep. Um. So like, getting up in the night is a lot harder for me. And I just. I mean, it's not harder to get up. It's harder during the day yeah. because I had to get up. Yeah. Um. Things like that. So, sleep is super super important. Yep. It is. The, the the last one I have, um, for whatever reason, I don't know if anyone else's babies are like this. Um, if she's frust- if she's frustrated and fussy, I would say ninety five percent of the time, going outside, within five seconds she calms down. Oh yeah, and it's I think the lesson from that is, I mean, so when I was home alone with her and Steve was back at work, like. When the weather was good enough, we would take a walk, her, me, her, and the dog. Um, and we all, love, like, the dog loves it, and, and I loved it because it was time outside, and she loved it. But um, now she now would just go sit on the front step, and she's just, she's chill. And, and I think the lesson is uh, enjoy, enjoy the outdoors, and I think she will. We've already put her, like, feet in the ocean. We put her feet in the grass. and mm-hmm. Cool. Um, in the, yeah, we had a kiddie pool at the, the barbecue, so we're, we're acclimating her to life outside. She loves it. Yeah. Uh, I have two others, um, both on a serious nature, um, but I think one is a really good way to kind of wrap up today's episode. The first one is um, the, the rockiness of a relationship that a child can induce. Um, I, would, I don't think you would disagree that we've had to learn kind of a new normal I think between you and I, and we're probably still navigating that. And, um, I I think it's a good reminder that whether it be a child or you're moving or you're, you know, you're maybe you're dating someone and you, you know, they have to move to another city or, um, you know, you have a death in the family. Um, there are things in life that kind of shake what we know to be a stable, uh, relationship. And, um, I don't want people to read into that statement that you and I are unstable by any means, but it just changes the dynamic of, of, um, where priorities live and things that you typically did or do together. Um, and the importance of keeping the emphasis on making sure you have set time. I know before we had a daughter, um, we had a date night, um, once a week and we didn't always, uh, utilize it to its maximum ability, but we always knew that the time was there. Um, and that that time wouldn't necessarily be sucked up by something else. Um, and that's a lot harder these days. I think we still make an effort to go do things. I know we're going out this Saturday. We have some friends coming over to maybe the first time we do it without the kid. Yeah. But I mean, we still do. Yeah, that's true. We do. We do things together with her. Right. Um, it's not like we're, you know, at home 24 seven, but I think it it's harder to a she's also small and not a lot of people you you don't trust a lot of people with your infant um so that's part of it so I think that obviously the older she gets the easier that'll be but yeah it just kind of is a reminder that so I I had coffee with someone this morning and he asked how it was going and and uh I don't remember how I phrased it but I basically said you know uh adding a kid changes 
everything to like the 900th percent. <laughs> I mean, it really does. It does. Um, some good, some bad to that, to your point. Like yeah. we no longer, we could have dedicated time still once a week after she goes to bed, but inevitably she's going to want to get up an hour later. And so that just puts the kibosh on that. Or we're exhausted. We're just fucking exhausted right now. And that is what it is. So yeah. maybe for a time we go to once a month and that's how we, yeah. <laughs> that's how we deal with it. Yeah. Uh, I think that the things that, I mean, obviously losing that completely makes me nervous. I don't obviously don't ever want to do yeah. that. I think also losing vacation. I know that sounds really trivial, I think probably in comparison to our relationship, but travel's huge to me and having that break together, having that break away from normal, uh, Iowa life and work and family and all that, just kind of getting away and disappearing into another country or another state for a while. Um, I really value that. So, we haven't necessarily been parents long enough for that to be a big issue yet, but I like that's something I'm just hyper aware of. I was like making yeah. sure that we take proper breaks, yeah. so that we don't get burnt out, um, and you know we kind of keep um, keep our perspective that way. Yeah. Uh, the last thing is that there are days, um, and I'm not sure if other parents out there would necessarily agree, but there are days you can tell Kennedy is just having a really good day. She doesn't cry a lot, and it could be because she's had naps or we, we timed her bottles right or whatever. She's just really happy. And then there are days when she is just not happy. And I was sitting at work today, and I didn't feel at my best. I didn't feel at my best physically because of my migraine that was happening. But I also, I just, uh, because of that, I wasn't necessarily feeling like I was on the top of my game at work. Um, like I had to think a little bit longer to responses, um, conversations that should or and are typically very easy and natural for me um, were hard. I had a hard time re- recollecting things I had did in the past. Um, this kind of sounds like I have Alzheimer's when I say it that way, but um, I think it, it today was just a bad a bad day for me personally. It wasn't a bad day at work. Work was not bad today. It was just a bad day for me. Um, I was just not on point and. Um, as I was sitting there kind of struggling through that pain through those last couple meetings, it was like, you know what, it's so, your daughter has bad days and it's, she doesn't fake it and that's okay. And it's, you don't necessarily need to be rude and awful to people, but you also don't have to pretend that you're not okay and that you're going to have bad days and you're going to have good days. And, um, you know. I feel like parenting, that's, a, that's the epitome of parenting, truthfully, is some days are good, some days are bad, but um, I don't necessarily think we give ourselves the grace to give that to ourselves all the time. Sure. So um, that was a really good reminder for me today as, as I was struggling to even get home in the damn car with stupid traffic. Yeah, I guess I probably had a similar thing when I when she got me sick. Uh, I was knocked out that night, that, yeah. that first, that was a Wednesday night, mm-hmm. um, and you took care of her. And I felt bad about that. Um, That's what I'm here for. <laughs> um, but it was one of those it was one of those days where I knew I couldn't function. Yeah. So then that's that's uh, for for the record, people. Richard went and picked her up. I actually came straight home from work, which I usually pick her up from daycare and come home. He went. I went. I came straight home, and he was like, "I'll pick her up," and that gave me about 45 minutes or so to just kind of disappear and lay down for a bit, which um, my headache is still here, but it's actually much more manageable. So thanks for that. Yep. Um, Team effort. Next. So I know last week on the podcast you had me 
or two weeks ago, sorry, you had me on the hot seat. Yep. Next week is going to be you on the hot seat. Okay. Uh, I know there are some people who are probably very anxious to hear some of these questions. Um, and I'm going to try to make them super, super personal for y'all. Great. It might be super comfortable. It's going to be fun. <laughs> so thanks, guys, for joining once again. Um, if you have questions or, or thoughts, uh, please, please uh, reach out via Instagram. We are at Richard and Steve. Um, and uh, we will talk to you guys next time. On Twitter? Oh, yeah, Twitter. I always forget about Twitter. Thanks. Who, who uses Twitter anymore? Me. <laughs> and a lot of other people. So we're on Twitter at fuck is our mantra. So until next time, I guess two weeks from now, it'll be me in the hot seat. Awesome. Bye. podcast was mixed and produced by Sprout Media, a digital media firm in Des Moines, Iowa, who believes in doing things differently. They believe in putting consumers and clients first, being a partner in marketing, and inspiring your tomorrow. They build websites, create digital media strategies, shoot and produce videos, and edit and produce podcasts just like this one. Check out Sprout Media at GoSproutMedia.com where you can subscribe to their podcast, The Buzz Addiction, or even request a free consultation. That's ghostsproutmedia.com.